This is episode 66 of the A Free Spirit Life Podcast. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am Shannon Kinney Dew host of this show. I'm a holistic life coach, intuitive human design and energy guide, a writer, an artist, a flower essence practitioner, and I am so excited to share this conversation with you today with my friend, Christina Patrick Myers. Christina is an astrologer and she does way more than just astrology. She is an energy healer. She does a lot of ancestral and past life trauma releasing and work, and she offers one-on-one sessions. She does classes. She does natal chart and progressive astrology readings. She is an amazing manifesting generator that has her interest in a lot of things. And really what I love about this conversation is Christina is a perfect example of somebody who is really activating her natural gifts. She has been awakening to them over several of her, over her lifetime, really, And she's stepping fully into her authentic power and sharing her true gifts with her clients, with her family, with you all listening today. She is just such a source of inspiration. I love her confidence. I love her clarity. I love how she explains this 5D consciousness, this awakening that more and more people on earth are are experiencing this feeling of wanting to take better care of Mother Earth. And so many of us who are awakening and experiencing an activation of our own unique gifts, this is just a really great time to be tuning in to the messages that you're receiving. And you'll find in Christina's story that she's really tuned in to her guides and the messages that she's receiving. And she's following those messages now really unapologetically. She's stepping fully into her authentic light and it's it's really magnetic. And I'm just very excited to share this with you. To learn more about Christina, you can go to her website, stinamyers.com. That's S-T-I-N-A-M-E-I-E-R-S. And before we go into our conversation, I do want to let you know that Christina and I are working on some collaborations together this fall, 2023. One of the ways that we are bringing women together is hosting a one-day immersive retreat experience in the Kansas City area, and it's called Illuminate Your Intuitive Abundance. And this is a one-day retreat for heart-centered entrepreneurs, visionaries, and big dreamers, women who are feeling the call, who are wanting to step into their true gifts in a more empowered way. We are so excited to bring you together in this transformative day where you'll get to cultivate some new self-awareness and explore more limitless possibilities of this new 5D consciousness to help you expand your business. We'll talk a little bit more in the show today about what 5D consciousness really is. And in this retreat, you'll get an opportunity to connect with other like-minded, heart-centered leaders, entrepreneurial women, people who want to foster a sense of support, collaboration, community that will help elevate your journey. Experience a series of transformative practices and exercises that we're designing to help you unlock your innate intuition, help you enhance your decision-making abilities, and help you really step fully into your manifestation, into your authentic power, into your drawing in more abundance into your life, into your business, so that you feel more in flow with your true gifts. We're really excited to share this. If you'd like to learn more, you can go to my website, shannonkinneydew.com. That's D-U-H.com. And for all of those details, you can look at the show notes. If you know that you want to sign up, shoot me an email, hello at shannonkinneydew.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram at a free spirit life, and you can reach out to Christina at the Stina Life. That's S T I N A Life. 
www.kansascityfamilyfaith.com. If you're not in the Kansas City area and you would like to connect with us, we are going to be working on some future collaboration. So join our mailing list to stay tuned. All right, my friends, enjoy this amazing conversation. Hello, my friend, Christina. I am so excited that we get to have this conversation today. Me too. (laughs) Yes, yes. You know, I feel like I don't even know when it was, but it was more recently that I just had this urge to reach out to you. I know we had a mutual friend that was like, you've got to meet. And I started watching you on Instagram and I'm like, yes, we have to meet. And I'm so glad we did because I feel like we're creating, you know, such a nice friendship and a work partnership. And you've just um, just come to my life at the right time. So I'm really excited to share you with our listeners. And why don't you introduce yourself and just let everyone know a little bit about just what you do and the work that you're really passionate about right now in this moment. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yes, I know you and I have crossed paths for a while now on Instagram. And again, yeah, that mutual friend was like, you guys need to meet, you need to meet. And the timing just never seemed right. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, the timing was perfect. And so I'm so happy that our paths are crossed and that we have this amazing both, you know, friendship and connection with each other. So thank you very much. Um, Well, I'm Christina Patrick Myers. Um, Where do I begin? (laughs) I am a a manifesting generator. So I have a lot of interests and I have my hand in a lot of different pockets, but I guess for a simple approach, I'm an energetics practitioner and teacher first and foremost. Um, and I love everything energy. And so my passion's really around all of these things that are energetic based. Um, and so, um, I also do astrology readings and I love doing natal chart readings for people so they can understand their purpose and their path in this life and a setup that they chose. Um, and I also am an intuitive channel and a grid worker. And most recently I started having galactic activations. And so now I'm a galactic, (laughs) um, activator and a channeler of galactic light language. And so that can sound a little out there, but again, it's all energy. Everything is energy, including us and the universe and every plant and every tree and every being. And so um, it's nothing to be scary about, but it's just that. Um, And so really what I'm passionate about is helping people unearth and release any of the trauma that they have collected, not just in this lifetime, but many lifetimes. Um, And I do that through a variety of modalities, Um, everything from ancestral and past life trauma and looking at the ancestral line and how can we release what's what's been carried from generation to generation to generation um a lot of emotion releases because emotions really are energy pieces that get stuck in the energy fields um i do a lot of work around earthbound lifetime release and and releasing um, earthbound spirits too that have been stuck here for a long time and need to release Um, And then, yeah, I'm getting into all this galactic stuff, too, and doing grid work and traveling the world and being called to go to specific places to help Gaia at this time and um, help the ley lines start to reactivate and uh, move out the heavier energies that she's been holding for so long and um, really helping to move us into this whole new state of consciousness. So um, as I said, I'm kind of all over the place. I have found out that I have lots of different roles I'm supposed to play in this lifetime. And um, I'm honored and and very happy that I have been chosen to come here and and do this work at this time. So um, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I'm a (laughs) multidimensional being. (laughs) Yes, yes, which is one of the many things that I love about you. And, you know, I love that you said I'm honored. You know, I've really stepped into that feeling more in my own work. Um, I spent far too long my life, you know, kind of thinking that the stuff I was into was out there or too weird or what are they going to think or where is this really taking me? And the more that I've practiced listening and following the call and understanding that, you know, I'm a co-creator here, but I'm really following where I'm being guided. It is an honoring 
It's such an honoring to be able to do this work right now. And I love that lens. And I love that confidence that you put out into the world because I know, and you know, it takes a lot of courage to step into this work. And so take take us a little bit back because I know the people who listen um, are already interested in things that are deemed out there, but it's, you know, we all have these inner nudgings and callings. And sometimes it's, you know, we need to find out like, how did people like you start getting into the galactic world when you were working corporate America? And, you know, have you always had these gifts? So can you take us back a little bit and, and, and tell us, like, you know, did you know that you were always interested in energy? And how did you get to this point where you're like, you know what? I am honored to do this work rather than I'm afraid to do it. Yeah, it's been a journey. It's been a very, very long journey, actually. Um, and it's felt like lifetimes that we're finally here and coming online and really getting to do the work that we have meant to be doing for a long time because humanity wasn't ready for it. Um, you know, when I was a little baby, I remember sitting in my crib as a child. I was probably two years old, maybe. I don't know, maybe even before that. And I remember that the light was streaming in. I must have been down for a nap in the afternoon and looking up at my mobile above my head. And I remember clearly saying to myself, I've been here before. Wow. And I, did, of course, didn't know what that meant at all. And um, being able to reflect back now at the point where I'm at in my life and seeing that, that was a very significant moment. Um, and then I, what I have uncovered through this process is that I had a pretty rocky childhood, which I think most people who are on this path do have challenges, um, especially we kind of choose hard setups as children. Um, I had a very rocky relationship with my father. Um, I later found out when I was three years old that he broke his contract that he had with me in this lifetime, which was he was going to be the father and I was going to be the daughter. And I think I was supposed to step into these gifts very early in life. Mm. And I actually fragmented. I had my soul fragment um, at that age and um, developed a lot of ADHD and food allergies. And so I was very scattered from that point forward for quite some time. And then my brother, when I was 11 years old, ended up getting terminal cancer. And so from 11 to age 14, it was a very lonely and rough period for the whole family. But, you know, you add that to the already tumultuous environment in which we were growing up and um, a father who just was not emotionally mature enough to handle these things, um, you know, not so much a fault of his own. It was you know, being passed down from generation to generation to generation. Um, but when, he, when my brother passed over when I was 14 years old, I remember going to bed the night he was passing over and thinking he was getting better because usually when people right before they die, they start to have kind of a turnaround a bit. Mm -hmm. They kind of rally at the last minute. And I went to bed and his bed was directly under mine, but two floors down, we had an old house. And I uh, remember in my dream, somebody coming to me and saying, Michael passed, passed over. And my grandmother came to wake me up a few minutes later. And she said, honey, honey. And I said, oh, I already know he's passed over. Wow. And so that was really the catalyst point. And I remember being pretty angry that he left me. <laughs> and I was like left alone to kind of deal with my parents and their tumultuous relationship and just being completely alone for a long time. And I had always been interested in like astrology and tarot and I was a theater major in college. And so I was very artistic child and very artistically prone. And he was too, my brother was too. Um, and my parents were both educators. So we had kind of this broad um, exposure as children. My parents were both foreign language teachers, so they would travel a lot. And um, we would always have people from all different cultures coming in, especially mm -hmm. South America and Latin America. So I have this very broad exposure as a child. I'm very grateful for them because they introduced me to art and music and took me to the opera and took me to the theater and we traveled. And so I had a lot of positivity that way. 
Um, but then, you know, I kind of ventured into the world as an adult and I got in corporate America, which is probably the worst place that an empath could possibly be <laughs> because while I um, turned the trauma into overproductivity of an overachiever of someone who was putting everything into work, 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 work. Um, so I was turning my nervousness and my trauma into, into focusing there. Um, I was on that path hard and fast for quite some time. And it wasn't until I had my son late in my thirties, um, that he was my activator. When mm. he came in, he really activated me mm -hmm. and we had all this paranormal activity happening in our house when he was born. And I, I come from a line, especially my mom's side of very intuitive people. Like they, my mom could always see ghosts. We had a ghost in our house growing up. I was petrified as a child of the ghost, but my grandmother would see stuff. My grandfather would come visit her after he had passed over. Um, my mom would make deals with people before they died to say like, can you like turn the pictures or fog up the mirror? And so we could never get the mirrors clean or we couldn't get the pictures <laughs> turned around. So I always had this connection to at least the other side, knowing there's something beyond this. Like there's just something here. Or there's something beyond this. And so I feel like I was always very in tune with that, but I would shut down my gifts. Like I literally shut down my gifts. And I, I now know I had contracts and veils on me that I had put on myself, um, to not have those gifts activated. And as I moved through corporate America and, um, my husband and I have a marketing agency. So we've been running that business for a long time. I finally just hit a wall mm -hmm. and I kind of call it the midlife crisis. It was literally my North node started to begin to activate in my astrology chart. And, you know, when the North node activates in your astrology chart, it's a completely different energy than what you're used to or what you've brought into this world. And it's all in the eighth house, which is all about death and what's unseen and <laughs> digging into these deep crevices and doing right. a lot of shadow work. And, um, man, that kicked my ass Yeah, time. Um, and I had done some energy work with some people and, um, I started to really get pulled into it and man, I went head first deep dive as much as I could consume as fast as I could consume. It was lighting me up every which way that I turned and I knew the minute I signed up for the class, my guides came through to me and they said, Christina, this is your path yeah. <laughs> and you need to take every single thing that you can. This is your path. And I've never been, I get excited about things, but I've never been as excited as I am about this because this is just 100% aligned to the whole reason I'm here, the whole mm. reason I am here and the whole reason I'm supposed to do this work. And I truly, truly believe that. And I keep getting more and more confirmations that this is it. Like you have been waiting lifetimes to do this work. And it's not a coincidence that we're here at this time. It's not a coincidence that we are here to lead the change that we've been waiting for for so many lifetimes. Um, and it's, it's go time. It's go time, time for so many of us to get going and to implement the things that we're supposed to do. And for some of us, we have a lot of different jobs and we have a lot of different hats to wear. And um, I'm finding out every day <laughs> there's a new job or there's a new thing because my guides keep coming and saying, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to travel here and you're going to go do this. So it's fun. It's a fun adventure. And, and you know, finally, when I just released fully released and trusted and let go mm. all these doors started to open and everything started to unlock and um yeah it's in the surrendering process really where the gifts and the beauty and the um magic happens <laughs> yes oh well everything I, I mean there's no wonder you and I just um love to to be in each other's spaces you know it's just that beautiful sense of I love the word activation like when you were activated there's there's moments where you feel that and there was a time where you could shut down your gifts but then once that activation happens 
you know, I've been talking to some friends too. And, and one, of my, one of my friends said, she's like, it sounds to me like what you're doing, like you have no choice. You have to do it. And there comes that point where when you surrender and trust and follow, you see those synchronicities, you see this, whatever the language is, for some it's intuition, for some it's my guides, whatever it is, there is something that is guiding you along and you know that feeling. For you, I love as a man, Jen, like you, you're like, this is lighting me up. Like you are lit up by this and there's no way that you could even like hold it back anymore at this point. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's just that there's just this force of energy that starts to push you forward. Yes. And just, and it's like a cheerleading squad of all of your guides and oh. everything around you saying, go, 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 you've got this, you've trained for this for lifetimes, you've trained for it. Yeah. And you know, when people say, how long have you been doing this? I literally say, I mean, literally lifetimes, because I have been acquiring all of this knowledge and all of these experiences and all of this, these gifts over millions of lifetimes that I've lived and it's go time. It's innately within me and it's just activating and remembering the inherent things that are already inside of you and just yes. taking those and running with them. Yes. Yeah. I love that uh, cheerleading squad um, <laughs> because, you know, that's such a beautiful way to think about your guides. I love that because there are times, you know, we both... We, we have similar experiences of, you know, different in, in the way that we were raised, but that feeling of like kind of when you are interested in things that aren't mainstream or that you know that are gifts or that you are an empath or highly sensitive, you know, you start to question um, and feel it can feel lonely. It can feel lonely. And so to find the people, the real people in this lifetime who are here to be our cheerleaders, but also to think of your guides as your cheerleaders. Ah, that brings a lot of comfort when you say it, it that way. Yeah, it does. And the other beautiful thing is, is that once you start to really align to this, you start to call in people into your life who are also aligned to this and you create a network, a support system of other people who are on the similar journey and who understand you and get you and don't judge you and don't be like, you're weird. I mean, I, you know, we were just away recently and you know, the, the couple that went with us to on this vacation, they were like, you're weird. I'm like, thank you. I'm glad I'm weird. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I don't care anymore. I don't care what you think about me anymore. I don't care what you say about me. I am weird and I love it. And I embrace it a hundred percent because there's no reason to hide anymore. You know, we're not right. in an era where we're going to get hung or we're going to get our tongues cut out, or we're going to be, you know, tortured for speaking up and speaking our truth and um, aligning to our gifts anymore. And I think a lot of us come into this lifetime scared to do that because we have had those experiences in many lifetimes and this is the lifetime to just embrace it. So, I mean, this is, we're free. We are free yeah. beings and we are here to do this work and not be ashamed or hide from it or think, or have to say things like, well, you know, I kind of do some weird stuff or I kind of do some out, out, out there stuff. And, you know, I catch myself doing that with certain audiences, but I have found, um, I know who the audience is, who's okay to talk about it <laughs> in front of. And I know the audience that it's not okay, but sometimes I still push the audience because I'm trying to expand their minds too, to think outside of what have you, you know, traditionally been taught or what have you traditionally been thought? Because I think we need to push the envelope a little bit more every day with folks to try and get them out of this mindset because we all need to do the work. We all need to step up. We all have our trauma. We all have our experiences. We all have the shit that we're carrying. And frankly, we just need to, to step up and take responsibility and do it. Mm, 
Yes. See, that's what I love about you. Oh, when you start getting down that road, like we all have this responsibility. You're so right. And this, you know, the fact that it's go time. And I'm thinking about people who are listening. One of the things that's always helped me because I have this like very intuitive side and then I have this very logical mind and my logical mind to settle needs things like maps. And so one thing that I've always been drawn to are things like human design and astrology and being able to see this map to that really validates. Wow. That's what I've always known about myself. But look, you're showing me on this map. Yes. And so for those listening who maybe haven't had an astrology reading or a natal chart reading, how does that help with when you know you have these gifts, when you know there's something, you know, you know, it's go time, but to help kind of, you know, validate what you've always known, what does astrology and knowing our natal chart do for us? It's the blueprint to your soul. I mean, we're energy beings and we're from the stars and astrology is a language and it's, uh, you know, I'm a translator of that language for you to say, you know, what the stars are saying, what the planets are saying is this is, you know, what you set up, you chose the body you're in, you chose the family unit that you wanted to come into you, you chose what color eyes and hair and how tall you want to be and all the things that you chose. And the astrology chart is showing that it shows me exactly what the setup was. You know, your first through fourth house tells me exactly what the childhood setup, the child conditioning, the, the, the home environment was like, what your birth was like, you know, what was your arrival onto the scene? And then as we move around the chart, we can see all about your relationships, you know, and also your career. What are the things that are going to make you money? What are the things that are going to be your true vocation? What are the things you can bring to the world? What are the gifts you can bring to the world? And then what are the shadow pieces you're working on? What are the struggles that you're working on? What are your gifts? But also what are the struggles? And what are the things and the obstacles that you've purposefully put in your way <laughs> to learn to that. I know why do we do that <laughs> I was just talking to, to my class last night I'm like why do we choose this crap sometimes like why <laughs> but we do we do that because those are the pieces that help us grow it's not through the easy times that we you know have our greatest growth it's through all of the hardships and the struggles and the obstacles that we put in front of us that we have our greatest growth and so the astrology chart confirms that it validates people. It says, wow, I, I hear so much. I, I have felt this my whole life and I have felt maybe wrong for feeling this way my whole life. Or I felt like, wow, why is things so hard? Or why, you know, why did I choose that mother? Or why did I choose that father? Well, there's a reason for everything. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe there's a reason for everything. There's nothing is a coincidence the person who's handing you your coffee, the barista who's handing your coffee, there is a reason why you cross path with that person. It's not a coincidence at the people that come across your path every day. And the ones that, you know, you form deeper friendships with or deeper relationships with, you've been with them for many lifetimes. And there's either something that needs to be resolved in that relationship, or it's some, it's a growth opportunity. It's an opportunity for you guys to grow together or to collaborate together in some way. So the astrology is just that it's a validation. And I love it to, to do child readings for parents because for the parent trying to navigate, especially these children who are here now or coming onto earth, they've got big missions. Like they're the change agents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. They, they yes. are coming in to really change the world. And we can't go at parenting the same way that we've always parented or the way our parents parented us or before generations before that. This is a whole new breed of children. And some of them are coming in for the first time. They're extremely evolved beings. They are star beings. They are coming in for the first time. Earth can be really, really hard. And, you know, being in a body can be very hard because it can be restricting and you're like, I chose hair and I chose skin <laughs> and you, know, you have all of this stuff, right? 
And, you know, with my own son, you know, he is a being from someplace else and he's had earth lifetimes, but he is a very advanced being and parenting him is a whole nother level. I can't do any of the tricks and the this and that. He is 10 million steps ahead of me. He's brilliant. He knows the underpinnings of all the energy that you can't see and feel. He sees beings, he sees into portals, um, you know, it's just another level. And so having the chart to be able to understand what's your child's makeup, what's their strengths, what are their challenges, you know, just like what you do with human design charts um, and readings for, for parents for on the human design piece, it's critical to understand who your child is. And I will tell you, it makes parenting a lot easier. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. When you understand what the contract, what the setup is and, and, and what kind of gifts or challenges your child's going to have in life. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we could go on and on about these gifts, knowing how to parent our children based on their design, based on their astrology, based on, you know, all that you just said, I, it's one of the gifts of being a parent and being awakening at this time with them. So we might have to go on another conversation about that because I I could go on and on about just, you know, that's also a thing that I have struggled with even as a, as a parent of highly sensitive children. Um, They've even taught me like, we have to set all the bugs free in this house. Now, if, if they are poisonous, we might, come to terms with that, but (laughs) and, um, but they, you know, they're making choices not to eat animals. I mean, there's just it. And I know from what you've said, I've always had this intuitive feeling that I'm raising highly sensitive children for a reason. And I just, I love that idea because I know that, you know, when you and I came into the world, we spent several years figuring out who the heck we were. And I feel like the kids coming in now are like, we need to know who we are because we're here on a mission. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, we have a, a, um, I have somebody who came to me whose son was really struggling a lot and I tapped into his energy field and he's like smaller than his, his age. Like he's really tiny for his age. And I said, bud, what's going on? And he said, I have a big mission to do. I've got all this work to do. And I'm frustrated because I'm in this little tiny body and I, I can't do the things I'm here to do. And I was like, honey, you got to just slow down for a little bit. You know, you need to be a kid. You've got plenty of time to do the work. And he was so anxious about getting his mission. Um, And it was causing a lot of like stress and mental stuff. And then of course, then turmoil for the parents, because trying to parent that without realizing like, oh, (laughs) what's he supposed to do? You just think, okay, it's just my kid, right? But no, 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 no. These are very advanced beings that are here. They are um, maybe in tiny bodies, but they are in extremely, think of them as like elders, like wise elders and little tiny bodies. And that's how they are. So we have to approach it a different way. Yes, absolutely. Well, when you're talking about the kids who are coming in, you're talking about, you know, these times right now, this 5D consciousness, I'd love to hear from your perspective, because what I'm noticing as a coach and a healer, um, it's changed since, you know, <laughs> the years of me doing this work, there are more and more and more people awakening. And it's really, I can feel you know, it's kind of, I always talk about like there was a pre COVID and a post COVID, like there is definitely a pre whatever we call it now. And this, there's so many changes happening in the collective and more and more people are awakening to that. And so what is the, what's going on, Christina, (laughs) with all these changes and what is this, you know, you mentioned at the beginning, the timeline and the 5d consciousness, like what, is that for people listening who are like, want to know, understand that a little better? Yeah. So, you know, the originally in the earth plane, um, the, the earth was seated by star beings. It was the star mothers who came in and the star, and then the earth mothers came in. And so there was an Island called Mu, um, years, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. And then there was Atlantis and there was, you know, Lemuria, Lemuria is Mu. And then there was, you know, Avalon and all these like ancient, ancient places, right. 
But it was the star beings that came in and actually seeded earth and things were very, you know, heaven on earth. It was, you know, very harmonious and loving and people worked together and, you know, there wasn't all this capitalism and bullshit and (laughs) patriarchy and all those things were not in place at the time, right? It was about love and harmony. And, you know, as we have drifted so far away from that and it's been, um, you know, a society that has been really patriarchal, you know, constricted by the patriarchy and our rights have been taken away and our freedom has been taken away. And we've been thinking like, we don't hold any power within ourselves or we don't have the power to heal ourselves or we don't have access to things that are unseen. You know, all that's crap, but it's, you know, it's a conditioning that we have gone through. And so what I see with this awakening is that we've been very much in a 3D construct, right? The 3D is like, I have a desk in front of me and I have a computer in front of me and we see these, you know, objects, right? We see things in this three-dimensional form, but we know that consciousness allows us when we tap into our consciousness and we get into the consciousness, it allows us to see beyond that. And so, you know, people that are considered intuitive, we're all intuitive. We're all channelers. Everybody is an intuit, intuitive person. Everyone is a channeler, but have we constricted our ability to see and allow ourselves to go into those dimensions and see beyond just the 3d world. And we are shifting and Gaia is shifting because Gaia has been constricted as well into this 3D construct. And so she is breaking free and we are breaking free. And there's some people that are going to stay in the 3D construct. They are not going to evolve. And from what my guides are telling me, those folks are just going to complete their contracts and not be coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's those of us who are awakening who are moving into our consciousness who are tapping back into our gifts where our gifts are awakening right and some of them some of us have been dormant on purpose right we've had to wait until we feel safe to turn our gifts online and then there's some of us who are what I call you know kind of leading the path or leading the charge Um, and around 2019 is when a lot of this you know some people started to really activate big time and there was an acceleration process. And now I'm seeing those that are coming online. It's an acceleration process. They're not getting, they're not getting much time to acclimate to all of these things. It's like full speed ahead, which can be very difficult. I mean, I am kind of glad mine was a little bit slower than that. (laughs) I feel bad for folks who are coming online now and it's like, you know, the doors are fully open and it's almost like a crisis, you know, mental breakdown crisis that's happening. Um, But we're truly moving into these new timelines of consciousness is what are what it is. And, you know, if you see what's going on in the public discourse about aliens and things like that coming in, please, they've always been here, right? But it's a matter, again, of being able to see into these other dimensions and use your eyesight beyond the 3D, tapping into your intuition, connecting your crown chakra to the source. Um, And you're able to start to see these things, right? So when I talk about galactic energies, that's all it is. It's energy. It's It's a different way of being able to see and interact with these energies. And um, so they're preparing us. They're preparing us because they know what's happening and they know what's coming and they know that we're shifting. And so this whole 5D consciousness is really about, you know, um, oneness of love, of enlightenment and being able to just lead from the heart. And it's letting go of the constructs that we've put on ourselves It's letting go of the constructs that have been put upon us. It's letting go of the systems and that have been built around us. And so, you know, I'm going to, I'm not sugarcoating this. You know, the astrology is pretty rough for the next, you know, 20 years. We are going through a major death process and our major recalibration. And as we start to move into the Aquarian age, we've been in the Piscean age since, you know, Christ came in. Um, as we move into this Aquarian age, it is about Aquarian, Aquarius wants equality for people. They want to put humanity first. They want to put the best for everyone first. And these constructs of 
you know, only a few get ahead or only the elite get this and that, you're starting to see this bubble up with protests going on. I mean, think about the SAG and after strikes that are happening. It sounds like Broadway's getting ready to, UPS is striking. You're going to see a ramp up of this stuff happening. The political systems, the banking institutions, these sorts of things are breaking down because they no longer work for everyone. That's right. And we have to go through some pain to get there. But that's the path that we're on. And there's really a splitting of these two factions happening. Mm -hmm. And the 5D consciousness is not to say, I'm going to ignore what's going on in the world. That's not what it's about. But it's about being, how do you stay balanced and centered and Mm -hmm. ride through all of the chaos that's around you? And the key to doing that is you have to do your own work. Yes. You have to release all the trauma and all the crap that you're carrying, and you have to find a way to get centered Mm -hmm. and whatever's coming at you, you don't get knocked off center. You're able to ride through the hard stuff with a lot more ease, a lot more grace and a lot more balance. And that's really what this whole thing is about right now that we're going through. Mm, Thank you. You describe it so well. So many things are coming to mind. Um, the song, John Lennon's song, Imagine, pops into yeah. my head every so often. You may mm-hmm. say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. And I just feel that deeply that more and more people are like, yeah, let's let's see. We see a new dream. We were thinking new thoughts. We're awakening to these. I love what you said about your gifts being kind of offline. And mm-hmm. now they're there. It's not like they weren't there. They're just they're just, you know, fully charged right? They're activated. They're online now. And so I love having these kind of conversations because I think it's so important for whoever's listening. I know, I totally believe that we always cross paths, like you said, with whoever we need to, when you're listening to, you were meant to find these words today and you are not alone in this, this, um, go time that you're feeling. There's a reason why you're hearing these words. And I think the more that we can commune and connect and collaborate and support each other, that's a big piece of this, isn't it? It's huge piece of it. Yeah, it's huge. And I also just want to say to anybody listening who feels like everything's falling apart right now, like everything's just collapsing, because I know so many people who are going through some really hard times right now, and it feels like everything around them is just breaking down. And if you switch your mindset to it's happening for you versus happening to me, it's going to be such a big game changer because truly some of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through in my life were openings for all this new opportunity to come in. And, you know, when you go and you just surrender to it versus trying to fight against it, it's going to amplify when you fight against it. But when you truly surrender to it and just let it go and go with the flow, literally go with the flow, (laughs) um, it's a lot easier to ride through some of these things. It's not that it's going to be necessarily easier, you know, because some of the stuff's really hard, but it at least will help to ease the pain around it when you just realize that everything's really a gift and the hardest things are these amazing gifts and people who may be feeling like they're giving you a hard time. They're your greatest teachers Mm. and they're here to push you into being in your greatest state, even though it may not feel that way the time. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I know you and I have joked before about, you know, certain people close to us when they're really testing us, you're like, Oh, I must need to really learn a lot of lessons here. (laughs) It's all for my evolution. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's always those that we call closest to us that are the ones that are going to be our biggest testers because we have to deal with that usually on the day-to-day basis. And those those are the ones that are going to push us the hardest. Yes. The biggest (laughs) testers, the biggest teachers, the biggest activators right here in our own house. Yes. Well, I love it so much. Everything you've shared, you know, when you're talking about 
how things shifted over time and how those systems are crumbling. It reminds me, you know, I, um, I've been writing and writing and writing. I'm so excited about this project I'm working on. And I was talking to a, a friend who's a book coach and I just, I wanted like some logistic questions and wanted to make sure I would like copyright things and what I can share and what I can't. And at one point I was telling her about this breath practice that I'm going to share and, and, you know, in a way I was questioning myself, can I share this? And she's like, Shannon, that's capitalism right there. And that's, that's conditioning. She said, no one owns breathing. And I I was like, yes. <laughs> and that's kind of what's happening is like those things that we were taught and so ingrained in us that were weird, that were different, that, you know, we should fear. Mm -hmm. Um, are part of this new consciousness that we're all we all know there is a better way there's a more more harmonious way to live there's more unity that's coming there are lessons that we're here to learn and i just i love that reminder that even me questioning sharing a breath or not you know there's ways that we can see things in a different fresh new light and you know look at your own life and where are times where you're still like having these you know um past conditionings keep you from stepping into the fullness of your authentic self into the fullness of who you are here to be right yeah yeah right. absolutely and you know the clients that i work with we do a lot of heavy work it's a lot of you know very difficult work especially i think one of the biggest culprits that we haven't really addressed as a society is ancestral trauma and, you know, I, you know, typically a lot of experts say it goes back three generations. Well, I'm here to tell you in my experience, it goes back hundreds of generations that you're carrying emotions, conditioning, storylines, you name it, that's in your energy field. And it's floating around like little particles of dust. And at any point it can activate and what I'm finding too, is that you have carried these same emotions in past lifetimes and that there is a time in your present life where you have activated these emotions for yourself as well. And these can weigh us down at such a deep level. I cannot tell you how far back some of these things will go. I was doing it for myself and it went back over a million lifetimes some of these emotions that I was carrying, um, you know, and the ancestral lines way, way back, you know, stuff that's happening and we're very unconscious of it, but it's one of the biggest things I think we need to address. And I had a client the other day say to me, I've been working with, with them on, on this stuff. And she said, Christina, if each of us would just do this work, can you imagine how different the world would be if we would each do this just this exercise alone, just the ancestral trauma piece alone. And I'm like, yes, it would be a completely different world because we wouldn't be carrying the pain and trauma from everybody who came before us. It would just be us, you know, in our purest states, um, being able to have a clean slate to just be who we are. Um, but we don't realize just how impactful those things are within ourselves and within our family lines. And, you know, we can't resolve, you know, big issues like, you know, um, the, the pain from slavery or the pain from the Holocaust. Those things are collective events that impacted millions of people and continue to go down generation after generation after generation. Um, those aren't easy fixes. Those are fixes that have to, you know, be addressed one by one. But this is why we have to do the work because we are responsible for our own stuff. And that includes the ancestral pieces. And for those of us who are embodied today, this is a cleanup lifetime for many of us. And this is the work that we have to be doing in order to clean up all the stuff. And we can't move to a higher state of consciousness until we do the dirty work, unfortunately. And so that's why I like to say I'm more of a shadow worker than a light worker, because you can't move into the light until you've done the actual shadow work. You have to. Right. And it's a good reminder that life is is both, you know, we're mm -hmm. going to have the shadow, we're going to have the light, we're not going to have just one without the other. Nope. 
So is there an, an indicator as people are listening and wondering, you know, I've been doing the work, I've done the, I've gone to therapy for years, I've done um, acupuncture, I am, you know, um, doing all these things and there's still this reoccurring something that I just can't shake or, you know, uh, are there indicators that we can look at our own life and kind of like, I mean, I think a lot of it's contemplation and really looking back at great grandpa Joe and like, oh, you can start to see the patterns that are repeating in family that you, you know, right. But what are some indicators or what can people kind of look at in their own life if they're questioning, am I, you know, struggling with this ancestral trauma and could this help me? Yeah. I mean, we all have it, whether we're conscious of it or not, we all have it. Um, so it's not a question of if you have it, you do have it. And if you haven't done ancestral trauma work, you know, that's something to add to, to the list of things to work on. Um, I would say that if you're really struggling with something that you have done a lot of therapy or work on yourself and you're still feeling off, or you're feeling like, gosh, I just can't seem to shake this. Maybe it's something around money, you know, or it's something just around feeling unworthy. Um, that may not be yours. That may be something that, you know, began 20 generations back and it's just been carried down the line and you're just feeling because it's also in your energy field. And then you're, you're projecting it out into the world as well. Cause it's in your energy field that you're projecting out. Um, sometimes you can feel really tired and drained. Um, that can be ancestral. That can also be an earthbound lifetime that you're still holding on to that hasn't fully crossed over. That's sucking your energy field. It's on your battery pack and you're feeling extra drained around it. Um, so those sorts of things, just feeling off, not feeling like yourself, feeling like there's just something that you just cannot shake that you've tried and tried and tried, and it's just not clearing out. Um, those are all signs that there could potentially be an ancestral piece that needs to release. Maybe it's an earthbound lifetime. Sometimes it's an attachment, you know, an energetic attachment, whether that's a cord to somebody else who has access to your energy field and is taking that energy away from you, or you have an actual attachment of something on you. Um, so it's a very layered thing. I think that we try and simplify it down, but the more I do this work, the longer I do it, I feel I've, I'm finding that it's a very layered effect. Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of have to start at the, at the baseline. And so ancestral trauma at the baseline is one of the best things to do. At least you can then get your own energy back yeah. and then figure out from there, is there something else going on? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I know that you do a lot of shadow work, a lot of heavy work, and as an empath and an intuitive, um, what do you do to take care of your energy after you've worked with clients and when you need to like, you know, just um, chill and veg and be a human <laughs> where you just can let yourself go? What do you like to do for your um, kind of relaxation and your cleansing and clearing time? <laughs> Well, I think energetic health is a big one that we all need in our lifetime because we don't realize that, you know, as energy beings, we are walking around and collecting, you know, other people's energy all day long. You know, yeah. there is a baseline. All of us need to be grounding every day and connecting back to earth. You know, for thousands of years, we walked barefoot on the earth and connected into Gaia every day. And now we wear rubber soled shoes all day, or we wear, you know, plastic shoes or whatever. And so our feet are not connecting into the earth at all. Um, so I try every day to get out and sit in nature, get some sun on my face every morning into my eyes. Um, I'm a big Kundalini yoga person. So breath work for me, um, tuning and doing my mantras every morning is super important. And then obviously, if I'm going to work with somebody or if you, even if I'm going to the grocery store and I know I'm going to be around a lot of people, I do a shielding technique for my energy field just to make sure that I'm protected because I don't need extra energy on me. Yeah. Um, things like um, a salt bath is a really great thing to clear the aura 
every day, you know, so if you get some time just to take a quick bath and just do that, I take a shower every night and every morning. So I start my day with a shower and then I cleanse every night before I go to bed because that water element is such a, um, amazing tool because you can put intention in water and it's going to hold the intention. And so, you know, setting the intention that it's there to help cleanse out and cleanse the aura and to release anything that has attached in. Um, I do that every day too. I meditate every day. So I try and end my day with a meditation and of course, just gratitude, you know, a lot of gratitude for everything um, in my life. Um, I'm so grateful for this work. I'm so grateful for my family and their support. I'm so grateful to Gaia for, you know, providing nourishment and beauty and sun all around. And I love to get out and walk my dogs every day and just walk through the neighborhood and connect with the trees. I talk to the trees. So I'm a real, <laughs> I'm a real hippie tree hugger kind of person. I don't look like I'm a hippie tree person. Um, somebody said to me the other day, they're like, you don't look like a spiritual person. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what's a spiritual person supposed to look like? And they're like, well, you just don't look like one, like a typical <laughs> one. And they said, that's the great thing about, I guess, our, our, our meat suits, right? What we, we choose to look like, right? It's it, sometimes we can be very disguised. Um, and not be the typical stereotypical um, type um, that I think a lot of people associate with people who are more in tuned. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. Well, you all those are just wonderful reminders for all of us listening. Surrender and gratitude. You know, I think the more that we surrender and we learn to let go and we know that we're not alone here and that we have source or we have guides and that we, you know, we are here for a reason. Um, I think the the flip side of that is gratitude. You just feel that. And I think that's what, you know, Gaia is calling for us right now, right? And holding us in gratitude, holding us in unconditional love. And I see that. I see more of us awakening to this idea that, wow, I don't have to hate myself. I can actually love myself. In fact, I am in love with who I am. And I'm going to share that love with the world. And I think that's the the big shift and changes that we're seeing. It's really powerful and beautiful. And, and it is exciting to be alive right now it and to is. connect with people that can speak this language. Absolutely. Yeah. Gaia needs us now more than ever. Like we need to help her. Um, and one of the big things that I think some people are getting called to is doing grid work and traveling and being able to support Gaia at this time. She's been very, very sick for so long because we've just polluted her and pillaged from her and taken from her. Um, and she's very, very sick. And it's our responsibility to come in and to assist her at this time. And so many of us are getting called to assist and do grid work and travel to specific locations around the world. So we can assist in opening these portals, releasing these old energies and bringing in new energies at this time to assist and to help open the ley lines around the world. So these energy points can reconnect and these memories can reactivate um, and we can move into a new timeline of love and harmony and um, taking care of each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. For those who want to learn more about galactic travel, grid work, <laughs> light language, astrology, and all the beautiful things that you are being guided to share with us, how can they find out more about you, your services, and all of that good stuff? Um, my website is stinamyers.com. That's S-T-I-N-A-M-E-I. ERS.com. I know it's a mouthful. Stina Myers.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Stina Life. I also have a podcast called The Stina Life, which is exclusively on Spotify as well that I launched a little bit ago. So that's kind of a new venture for me. Um, but um, I felt a real call to get my frequency out into the world and um Put, put it out there. <laughs> yes. Well, I've been listening. I'm a fan. It's wonderful. So I will put all of those links in the show notes. And Christina and I have some future collaborations that we're excited to share. Me so too. we will include some of those details as well. 
I just am so grateful for you. Thank you. So grateful for you. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you again for joining us today. I hope you feel inspired to pay attention to the signs that are right there in your life, calling you to activate your true gifts, to return to center, to ground and connect to Mother Earth, connect to your true nature, and to connect to your true gifts. We all have gifts that we're here to share. So find your people. Remember, you're not alone. Reach out to us anytime. And to learn again about Christina, you can go to her website, thestinalife.com. And you can come visit me on my website, Shannon Kinney Do. That's D-U-H.com. Please take a moment to share this episode with your friends and go to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.